Again, Wilkinson in the place. Johnny Wilkinson, he's got it! Ella, Shimpeda, Bajero! Oh, you beauty! What a headshot! What a headshot! Hello and welcome to this week's The Two Pinter. Uh, sorry we haven't been with you for a while. Uh, we've been catching up on the Rugby World Cup action. This is a Swing low, <laughs> uh -huh. sweet chariot. It sounds like the African slavery. Uh... To carry me home. Swing low, oh sweet chariot. <laughs> Coming forth to carry me home. Uh, I, th oh, I looked out to Japan. I think we oh, need. To what did <laughs> I see? Coming forth to carry me home. Farrell Ford, Underhill, Marosoji. Coming forth to carry me home. Sing it with me now, Gareth. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming forth to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming forth to carry me home. So I think uh, if you're confused, this isn't uh, a podcast post World Cup final. This is a podcast pre World Cup final. Um, there's no winners uh, or losers as yet, um, but uh, typical English fashion. Uh, there's an arrogance in the air. And uh, Johnson, I was going to go into the, the spiel about this being a sport podcast. And, uh, normally we talk about all different types of sports. And we both like football. We cover various sports on this podcast. Both like football. Jono's an Arsenal fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. Um, but as you'll see on our picture, there's obviously two nationalities in this podcast as well. There's an English fan uh, from Jono. And I'm a Welshman. Um, but it's only right, after all this talk, uh, to start with the big sporting event of the week. The, the, the big sporting event that probably divides us. Um, and that was uh, Liverpool's youngsters. Outclassing Arsenal's World Cup team in the uh, in the League Cup final yesterday, Jono. World Cup team, uh, yeah, some uh, yeah, seems some fortunate decisions. New fortunes get to penalties, really, Gareth. A uh, couple of yeah, it's great. Uh, it's great for the you game. know a few debutants the Liverpool gave, and you had you know Ozil and Mustafi and other World Cup winners around. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, just a shame that you had a, a bit of a footballing lesson, and you know I, I think that's where we're going to start this pod, isn't it? Uh, yes, we can do. I mean, it was a, was a very good game. Um, but uh, you called it an arrogant English from Gareth. If you think uh, you tried to run the highs from the podcast this week, you've tried to leave it till Thursday, thinking I'd forget about one of the great England victories last weekend. But I didn't, Gareth. Well, and, uh, hang on. You, you, if, you, if you think I'm, uh, if you think I'm not letting uh, letting that slide and forgetting the way we uh, destroyed the All Blacks last week, you're sadly mistaken. So I'll sing and I'll sing proud, Gareth. You uh, you say I've tried to get it till Thursday. Well, I succeeded on that. We're uh, we're on Thursday. Um, apologies, this is. Uh, you ducked and hide it till Thursday, Gareth. <laughs> but uh, we, we, uh, I found you. Uh, apologies, this is late. It's um, a bit of my uh, my own admin work that's uh, that caused it to be late. But go on then. We'll uh, we'll deconstruct this uh, this World Cup where we've done the semi final now. Semi finals was New Zealand against England. 
And how, how did that go, John? It went gloriously, Gareth. Uh, yeah, as I say, uh, one of our one of our great victories. Um, yeah, one of our best victories ever. The way we played was superb. Um, from start to finish, really didn't give them a sniff, and that that's something. Progressive say they got they scored seven points. You always hear this big thing if you if you want to beat the All Blacks, you've got even Eddie Jones said it the week it build up. You know, you've got to score, got to score a load of points. You got to attack them, got to beat them, and, and we did attack them, but we. Completely restricted wow. their level of play, really. Let, let's and, let, um, let's let's hang on. Let, let's let's reel back a bit. Let, let, first of all, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll concede it was a it was a cracking victory. Uh, was one of your best ever because it was in a World Cup against New Zealand and uh, things don't get much bigger than that. Um, in terms of performance, I don't think it was even your best performance this year. Um, deconstructing the All Black attack was was excellent and your defensive work was uh, was astounding. What was better this year? Uh, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, Ireland was your Ireland performance. Even your Australia performance, I thought, was better. Um, I mean, oh, let, let's, come on. Let, let, let's let's break it down a bit, come right? You said, you said about something about attacking. There was there was barely any attacking. You scored a try within the first minute, so and then effectively you haven't scored a try in the last seventy nine minutes of rugby. So let's not get too carried away with. Uh, well, with we scored this. we scored two that um, some over eager uh, analyst uh, decided to take off both of them. You scored two um, possibly, two tries that weren't tries. So well, well done on that. <laughs> well, it's no, like scoring yeah, an offside goal and saying, oh, we scored a goal, but If referees want to steal tries, they can do. Uh, and every other time we get into the news. Hang on, hang on. What do you mean, it's steal tries? Oh, which, one, which one do you think stolen? The one where, um, is it Sinclair that, that ran through? No, he ran through and uh, was block, blocking the uh, New Zealand defence. Paul Whitelock was, uh, was, was in no man's land because he had runners uh, in front of him. Paul Whitelock was in no man's land because he stupidly decided to tackle a man without the ball. That's why Paul Whitelock was in no man's land. If he'd have held his ground, he still would have been able to tackle his man. Uh, that one, uh, I can, I can, I can understand the argument for that. The woman in the mall was, was just bollocks. He didn't even give it a proper chance to look. Uh, George didn't lose the ball. Uh, anything they would do to try and keep the Kiwis in the game. Uh, yeah, that one wasn't a thing. I, 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 can, I can understand the argument for the Curry, um, the Curry and Underhill one. Uh, the but what, what ended up being the Ben Young's try? No, that was a try. Okay, e- even if we then say, even even if I somehow concede with you that the referee and everyone else was wrong and it was all a conspiracy and somehow you should have had that try, that that didn't reflect your great attacking ability. Your first your first try was was good. It was um, you caught them off pace. Uh, New Zealand, to be fair, um, let you let your man who sneaked under the corner. They, they had nobody defending the uh, that side of the of the ball, uh, the rook, which was uh, which is unbelievable, really. But but you, you caught them napping. It's unbelievable, it's because they were uh, they were it wasn't caught napping. They were couldn't handle the power and the pace we played at. Man who had nobody nobody in front of him on well, the try line because they would literally been ran back about seventy meters. Like I said because they, uh, they were caught napping. It was it was an it was an excellent try, but it, you know you were caught napping at the end. And you, it you, wasn't caught napping because it, it was multiple phases and they just couldn't handle the pace and power we came at them with, and they couldn't the whole game. So you're, you're not going to uh, concede that that was a New Zealand mistake. No, oh. absolutely rubbish. Okay, they didn't. <laughs> you, you think that was an element that just showed um, a good defence from New Zealand, but unfortunately England were too good. Is that what you're saying? It was not so much good defence, but we no, were too exactly. good. Exactly, it wasn't very good defence. But we were too good. We were too good. You, you went to no your phase as well, that. and I just it was just poor at the end when New Zealand letting you in. But but that that side. No, it wasn't. It wasn't letting us in. It was they couldn't handle the pay. If you and they, they couldn't the whole game. If we if we run and knock them over everywhere, and they keep, continue going behind the game, it's a lot harder to defend. It is hard to defend. You, what do you mean the whole game? You, like I said, for seventy nine minutes, you haven't scored a try. Because every time we got into there, twenty two didn't start giving away penalties, and we took points. Yeah, you, you, you took what four four penalties. So you tell me only yeah, you miss, four, four, miss, so miss, miss, miss two miss, miss two more. You're forgetting. <laughs> we, did, we did leave some points. We did leave some points out there. I wouldn't deny that. We did make a couple of knock-ons in the twenty-two. It doesn't mean we weren't a good attacking performance, though. 
Uh, I don't think you're struggling. You're saying a good attacking performance means that every time you have the ball in an attacking position, you score a try. No, it, it means then, uh, a good attacking performance would show some tries. I think tries has to be plural at least. Uh, I think a good attacking performance would get the bonus point, but, uh, but obviously that doesn't matter in this game. But, but uh, a good attacking performance where you scored in the first minute when I think New Zealand were caught a little bit napping. Yeah, granted, there was a, you went through some very good phases and it was good. It was good attacking up to that point, um, but on the, on the on the try line, you you literally had Manu had nobody. Can you call napping in a World Cup semi final? What what, what 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 do you need in a World Cup? So called napping. It's literally was better about a good game as it gets beyond one. Okay, okay. How can you be called napping in a World Cup semi final? I'll, I'll, I'll just hold that thought then on the New Zealand try. What happened there? We threw it to them. So so what you say? That was the only that was the only chance they created. <laughs> well, they didn't. They, they had another chance. Well, they got into the twenty-two and kept messing things up. They got into the twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they kept messing things up. They got messed up. They wanted the twenty-two. I'm, I'm not, they tackled. I'm not, they got tackled out. I'm not by any stretch going to say it was uh, it was a good performance by New Zealand. I think they, they were uh, they were poor, but made made to look poor. To be fair, by a, a very good uh, defensive and deconstructing performance from uh, from England. Uh, the bit I well, that even is the first first sensible thing you said was that yeah they were made they weren't allowed to play. Yeah, but but it took a but, while. But, took a while. No, no. If you well, you can listen back to the part. I, I said that initially. I thought the uh, England deconstructed them really well. Um, but the the issue I've got is ever lauded over this great attacking performance, um, and then that well, maybe we'll come to it in a minute. But that that coupled with the. Uh, just the derision towards the South African uh, game and, and the uh, the fact that it's already a win for England because South Africa haven't been playing rugby and it's um, it's the good v bad cup fi- final on uh, on Saturday where the good rugby is going to play the bad rugby and England should come out on top just for that. Uh, it just seems it's just um, the hypocrisy from 2003 when uh, England were the ones who were just uh, making sure they. Got the kicks and make sure that Johnny Wilkinson um, was kept in kept in the right pocket uh, every time. And yeah, there were some other piano carriers with him, but he was uh, he was definitely the only piano player that you had in that World Cup. And uh, and fair play to you, play to your strengths. But now, of the course, only player, but did you did you see Jason Robertson's try in the final? Oh my word! Of, co- of course, 15, uh, 15 years later, or what we sixteen years later, uh, it's good the evil in the other way that England uh, are now going to beat um, beat the evil South Africans who uh, who just rely on their strengths. Um, I do. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't go along with the theory that it's some good v evil. I think. Uh, I, I do think we try to play more rugby than they do, um, and I think uh, it, it'd be interesting to see how they played because I think uh, against you they went incredibly into their shell mm. and incredibly kick heavy, and it was was a dull game for a lot of part, especially especially first half. Second half was better. It was definitely dramatic and, and fearful, and, and top marks to both your sides for, for effort, but um, they just kicked. The ball relentlessly, um, and and, uh, and I think I think they have got the players to hurt us that wide. If you you look back to when we toured them a couple of years ago, um, mm. they they kind of married that uh, that brilliant um, South African power that they always generally tend to have with some exciting back play and some some players mm. uh, who, who could play on the ball. They they played a real they played a real percentage game against you and uh, Japan to a slightly lesser degree, but Japan as well. Um, and it, and it, I thought your game was. Particularly, first half was pretty dull. Um, so I'll, I'll be interested to see. I, I imagine they'll have a bit more. They'll try a bit more, and they'll probably have a couple more tricks up their sleeve. I think they probably are probably unwisely really thought they could constrict you. And all right, they, it, it came off, but I think there were times in that last ten minutes when you were attacking in a twenty-two before did someone knock it on? I'm trying to remember who. That, that I thought you were about to nick it, and I think they 
it, they they played a you know high a high wire act. It just about came off for them, but I mm. think they they could have got you out there earlier and, and and didn't show enough ambition to try and do that really. No. And if they play to not lose against us, I think we we will beat them. Um, but if they play to come and win, if they play like I did say first twenty minutes against New Zealand when they were everywhere mm. and destroyed New Zealand, but only got three points, then then it'll be a really interesting game. But I, I think they'll. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I don't think we've got it in the bag. I, I think we're favourites. I think we will win. But it's, um, but yeah, it's the good of evil. We, you know, we're in England. We're going to hear how great we are. We're going to celebrate our great win. But yeah, the, your, yeah, your well, job's not done. That, that and you're going to slate the referee because the referee's apparently all against you, and he's going to. Uh, he's already going to favour South Africa. Uh, that's the other thing that's made me chuckle this week. You look at his stats, and he's uh, he's not. He's certainly not a. Uh, a homer for uh, South Africa in terms of uh, how many times he's uh, he's won as the referee. Uh, South Africa won when he's been refereeing, but but there we go. Um, hey, any um, uh, Gar says I I have mixed feelings about him. I think he refs the scrum very well, um, and I think he uh, he's inconsistent in breakdown. So against he, he refereed the England uh, Australia game that I was at. Lucky enough to be at in Japan. Uh, if you want to listen to some more, listen to our last Sport on Tap podcast. But to be fair, um, you know, as a Welshman, I don't like to uh, praise any Englishman. Um, certainly not an English team. But no, that was uh, that was a cracking uh, little um, Sport on Tap. Really got a, a sense of the atmosphere. I mean, you know, it was obviously the one song that you uh, all you English know. But um, you know, when you want to sing about slavery, then you carry on. But but, uh, but yeah, no. Apart from uh, just hearing that song uh, several times, it was uh, it was a cracking uh, little insight into uh, into what was the semi-final. We are we are uh, uh, quarter-final. Quarter quarter uh, we, we are a nation of many songs. It's often been said, but um, <laughs> no, he, um, he he reffed it well, and he was actually on that on that day. He was he was instant in the breakdown. If you held the ball for a second, he was pinging you. Mm. But he was consistent, and I thought he did a pretty good job. And you're semi-final too, so he's not a bad ref. I'd rather. Had Nigel Owens, uh, the, you're the the best Welshman in the World Cup. You think it'd be fair to say, because uh, I think he's he's a bit a bit more sensible in how he referees the game and he understands the flow of the game a bit more. And he, he tries to keep it going at all, all, all costs, and he he won't be fooled by um, by silly things. I think he misses the occasional forward pass, Nigel. But um, but you know, God says I, I don't think he's, he's any advantage for our friends. It'd be interesting to see how he ties, attacks the breakdown. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can finish off with a semi-final. So I think we, uh, I mean, if you want to call it a defensive performance, you can. But I thought we were on the front foot for most of the game. I, I think you're valid if you're saying that we we left points out there. We definitely did. Um, we we knocked on a few times in the 22. Um, I think we had a try unfairly disallowed. Um, but overall, I, I, yeah, uh, I was really pleased with how we just went through phases and didn't really give them a chance. Defensively, we've now gone. New Zealand and Australia back to back. We conceded twenty three points. That's mm. that's immense against two really good attacking sides. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I mean the the real. I think yeah, I suppose that the the proudest bit was probably that New Zealand really didn't have much of a chance beyond the one we threw to them, and mm. they really didn't seem to have an idea how to how to make one, which was a real testament to the game plan and, and how how well we stuck to it really. Yeah, it was. And like, let's say I've got I've got no issue with saying it was a it was a very good performance. Um, and yeah. As it was a World Cup final, it was um, yeah, uh, World Cup semi. So that's what you know made it against New Zealand. That's what made it such a kind of an iconic um, kind of moment. Uh, although, yeah, uh, never I, never beat him in a World Cup before. Lost to him three times before that. So it was. Yeah. Um, if we, I hope we don't lose, obviously, and it will fail. But I'll always yeah remember this game very fondly because yeah, one of our one of our great wins. And in a, in not in, you know it's not an all international beat New Zealand. It's a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, and for that point of view, yeah. I think I think fair enough. Uh, I still, you've not convinced me at all with your uh, your uh, idea that it was a great attacking performance. But um, but yeah, there we go. Um, 
I think. Should we talk a bit about, about your game before we jump to the final? Yes, yeah, we can do. We'll, we'll touch on it, but uh, yeah, uh, obviously the Welshman Gareth in the room uh, was, I think, think about as confident as I've known you for a rugby World Cup. Um, yeah. Certainly was it's, uh, Go, going into it, um, and in fact, as, as the once we got that win against Australia, uh, I you know I'd said for a while I th- said I thought the um, if we could get that win against Australia, I thought it was going to be uh, I could see us just getting to the final. Uh, I couldn't, couldn't see anything else. Um, perhaps, yeah, we haven't played as well as I think we could uh, in this in this World Cup. But having said that, the last twelve months or so, we've shown that we just we know how to win, and that's been our biggest strength. And up until the South African game, I mean the France game is the probably the best <laughs> example that epitomises that. Um, regardless of what you know, France you could argue France gifted us and France made stupid mistakes and yes they did, they did all that all the way through, but at the end of the day Wales found a way to win. Um, and I think that, that epitomised kind of Gatland uh, Wales under Gatland over the last twelve months or so. I didn't think it was gonna be any different against South Africa. I said um, well, I said to you, it was going to be a bit of an arm wrestle, and I wasn't alone in that. There was other people that said that as well. But just one getting a couple of penalties ahead and catch each other up, and it, yeah, it wasn't the most exciting rugby by any stretch. It was mistakes and kicks, um, but it was very tense and everything you probably wanted from a from a World Cup semi final. Um, up until right up until the wire, nobody knew really who was going to win. Well, nobody did know who was going to win until the uh, until the the final whistle went, and that's probably what you want in terms of a of a tight spectacle in a semi final. In terms of uh, the results, yeah, very disappointed. I think that last twenty minutes we could have. I think you're right. South Africa had opportunities to put us away and didn't, and I think we could have seized that. Um, don't want to use the injuries as an excuse by any stretch, but um, but it, it certainly didn't help us. And uh, yeah, it was disappointing to, to to certainly lose North um, just because we didn't have a, a ready-made replacement uh, to come in. Uh, Liam Williams Williams was a, a big loss beforehand, but we had Half Penny, who was a who was a known you know was a season pro and a good player coming in to to to, to replace him. Um, and yeah, I think it's, unfortunately it's the third. World Cup under Gatland, where it's left a like disappointment, immensely proud at the same time, but also just a sense of disappointment of what could have been. Back in uh, 2011, it was the Warburton red card, and we even then we we only just lost to France on on a, on a kick of um, well, uh, half penny kicked for the post. Uh, right, well, Stephen Jones missed a conversion, and uh, half penny it's a. Uh, it's a penalty and just fell short. Going to hit it from halfway line. It looked like it was over. I remember being in a, um, I was on my honeymoon actually, and uh, watching it in a pub in um, <laughs> in, uh, in in Cyprus or everywhere. And I was watching it with some French people and giving it all all mouth, of course. And and when Halfpenny kicked it, I thought it was over, and I was jumping up and down, and then only to realise it had fallen short and got a bit of stick back from the uh, the three French blokes who were who were sat with us, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, and that was that was another one of like what could have been. And then 2015 was was similar in that we were just decimated by injuries and um, got through the the hardest group probably in uh, in World Cup history um, with Australia, England, and Wales all all three in the group and all at the time. More harder than England, France, and Argentina this year. I would say so, yeah. Um, especially considering where the the placing of the uh, of the team going into that World Cup, I think they're all uh, all top top six um, in the world rankings and it's just the way it worked out but but yeah getting through that um, but uh, you know against England having to play scrum arse on the wing and um, that just that caught us out in the end against South Africa again in the quarters and uh, yeah that was uh, that was just disappointing because again we we had the makings of a good team but just 
just don't have the depth and unfortunately um yeah this world cup's there's been a lot of injuries going into it but even then we performance against australia just looked like kicking song and yeah there's not to be so a bit of, bit of disappointment really over not just this world cup but the last three world cups with gatland but also uh, a lot of pride to take from those uh, those years as well i mean there was world cup before that we lost to fiji and went out in the group stage so <laughs> So what, what I'm hearing overall from your about two or three minutes soliloquy there, Gareth, is Gatland out, yeah? <laughs> well, I've got no option. Unfortunately, he's, uh, <laughs> he's leaving. Uh, leaves us in a bit of a mess, I think. Well, maybe unfair on Pivac. He's, he did well with Scarlets for, for one, maybe two seasons, and we'll see what happens. But I think we're going we're gonna to rue. Um, we're not going to realise how good Gatland was until we see uh, Wales over the next uh, couple of years. Um, yeah. We can dream, Gareth, we can dream. Uh, yeah, Welsh uh, pissing off into the, the, the never regions of Six Nations would be fun for uh, me for a while. But uh, hold, hold, hold on Gatlin's legacy for a sec. Uh, I remember back when we were discussing the Six Nations, you won the Grand Slam, you were uh, jubilant as you deserve to be, you beat England well in Cardiff. Um, mm. I, I, said, I said something like, I thought that your the way you played was, was high risk and you, you kind of generally built yourself around your dominant defence and kind of try to win games like that. Mm. On the weekend, you, I think, had the the least metres made ever in a World Cup game and the, the lowest average. It was something like 1.9 metres per carry. Mm. You know, your centres, Davis and Parks, combined for, for nine metres between them and you never really showed any attacking threat beyond the one very bold uh, Alan Wynne-Jones call that you, you could call a defensive mistake from De Klerk, stupidly getting involved, but you took your chance mm. well and, and Adam scored in the corner. But do you... Do you feel or a sense of regret in that? Do you think you could have shown more ambition in the in the uh, semi final? And do you feel do you feel kind of the, the, the chickens perhaps came around to roost with the way Gat the way you were set up kind of thing? Perhaps I think um, I mean if <laughs> you, you you wanted to talk about England um, creating some chances, but because they did attacking more than just uh, more than just the trial. I think Wales it's in the first half had a couple of moments again a forward pass from Jonathan Davis to Josh Adams, and he, but he was through and. Um, there's a couple of moments where you know we did get past South Africa a couple of times where a bigger kick uh, kind of worked and he jumped and caught it and uh, we, we looked like we were through at one point and um, yeah just didn't didn't have the support perhaps at the time but there, were, there were certainly flashes of attack um, and yeah Gatland's changed from being uh, Warren Bull um, and showing perhaps more attack and rugby but maybe he knows the tools he's got um, not referring to my Welsh players as tools but um, but yeah, just the uh, the players' disposal. Perhaps um, perhaps he he knew what was going to perhaps work for us, so it didn't quite work in the end. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, like I say, you know, you can't win. We, we went on a 14-game winning streak, um, beating Australia. You look at every game that we've been involved with uh, in this World Cup. Um, some of the, if you put the top five games in this World Cup. Um, you know, Wales, Australia, Wales, Fiji, and uh, Wales, France, and Wales, South Africa to an extent in terms of drama. Uh, you know, they'd all be quite up high up there. Um, so yeah, it's certainly been it's been entertaining. Perhaps not in the the flashy rugby that we that we wanted or have a, a history of. But um, as you showed in two thousand and three, it doesn't really matter about uh, how you play. It's uh, getting the job done. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I take on board. Yeah, we we perhaps. It's a shame we didn't show as much attacking as we perhaps could have, especially with like someone like Jonathan Davis there, who um, you know you thought you could perhaps utilise a bit more. But um, I mean, he showed this week. Halfpenny comes in for an injured Liam Williams. Liam Williams is very good attacking, 
he's good defensively. Um, you know, possibly on one of the players of the year uh, list for 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 this year, having won um, domestic things with um, with Saracens, uh, Six Nations with Wales, and you know, gone deep into the competition with with Wales in the World Cup, and, and was probably one of our best players. Um, an injury to him, and Halfpenny comes in. He was very good defensively and and not as good attacking. Um, so I think we we were hampered. You, you talk... He was pro- pro- probably your best player though, Halfpenny. He had a hell of a lot of catching today. Yeah, well, and that's <laughs> it. And he, he did very well defensively. Um, and then if you know, if you want to, Toby Falatau is possibly one of the best. Uh, well, not possibly. He's, he's definitely one of the best eights in the world. I would argue probably the best. Um, he he wasn't there, and he's been injured for a while. And yeah, we had uh, the, the number eights that came in seemed to be a cursed position, and uh, Navidi went home injured. Moriarty landed very awkwardly from a high ball on the first half, and um, yeah, the, the, perhaps the players who were there to, to make meters didn't. Um, and yeah, again, I think it comes back to probably our, our strength in depth. Good. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you agreed. Sorry, you cut out for a minute now. I lost the heard was your strength in depth, but. Uh... Yeah, you you are lacking in that. I think um, I think I don't think it's unfair to talk about injuries. I think um, you you got cost some in, in positions. Uh, I wouldn't say Falatao was the best eight in the world, but he's he's up there. Um, although he, he doesn't seem to play much anymore, he plays less than Billy these days. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he, he is someone who, who can get you hard meters, but also has got some creativity in his um, in his locker with how he runs. Moriarty. He's, he's fine and works very hard. I, I don't think he's, he's quite at the world class level. He, um, he's hard working, but he doesn't really. He's, he's good defensively, doesn't smash people back. And yeah, I thought Navidi was a big loss. Um, Williams was, was a man who can create something out of nothing. He, I, I, I think he might have struggled a bit more than half, but he did on the high ball. He has good days, Williams, and he has bad, you know, uh, luck against England. And he has bad days, mm. like you saw in some of the Lions. I don't think he's. Um, I thought half, and he was immense. And he, I say, the South Africans just kicked relentlessly, so he had a lot to do. Mm. Um, and yeah, maybe you're more you're better upset up when your hands come starting. Who I think probably does a bit more for a bat line than Bigger does. Mm. Bigger coming on to try and finish it off, and you know his up and unders and his, his cross field kicks are, are, are even more effective late on in the game. Um, whereas he was he was taken off quite early in this final, wasn't he? He was. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I think Pat, it wasn't his best game. Um, you know, you could you could blame him for the the trial. Though a few few Welsh defenders didn't oh. cover himself in glory then. Yeah. Um, and we'll uh, we'll have to stop that lad, Dylan Dana's final. We can come to that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was a Welshman, um, and this isn't to try and be condescending, but I think Gatland has made uh, made made silk out of sows here in a lot of cases. The last uh, twelve years, you've won definitely Six Nations wise. You've been been one of the dominant, if not the dominant force. Was it three Grand Slams under him? Mm. Um, and I think World Cup wise, yeah, I suppose 2011 was maybe your best chance. Um, slamming Stan. Uh, it's not. It's usually Burgess that one. But, you know, uh, Warburton's, uh, Warburton's spear tackle. Uh, probably a moment he always regrets, and that, that was perhaps a better chance. I thought we went to the 2015 one, didn't we, against Africa? And I thought they probably just about had a. Uh, yeah, well, you played well that day. They probably had a bit more, and then similarly again, I think South Africa probably had just a bit more, uh, a bit more power than you, and perhaps a slightly more accurate kicking game at the weekend. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought you had a chance to win it, but injuries did cost you. Um, some players didn't turn up on the day. Some players like Davis, who, who was I thought was very poor, was, was perhaps carrying an injury that he was trying to battle through. He, he didn't play in the quarters, did he? No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll be. I'll, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's anything you need to go hanging your head about. Um, and and shame. It, it, yeah. It's, it's a bit of what might have been, but 
Um, it's it's not easy to to get to. It's not easy to get to a World Cup final. It's not even to a semi final. You've got two in two in uh, three to- your two and three tournaments. Two in twelve years after. I think you'd only been to one before that. Before yeah, uh, that back in nine? No, eight, eighty-seven. Yeah. Eight, eight, eighty-seven, wasn't it? So. Yeah, in in a weird sort of way, but quite it, a golden era for Welsh for Welsh rugby. It is, and Gallon's made the point that you know, apart from Scotland, um, Wales have the lowest um, registered amount of players, uh, rugby players in Wales of the Tier One nations. Um, and so you know, if you, if you take that into account, he's he's, he's done he's kind of done wonders. Really. Um, yeah, I saw him say this. Is it not your national sport though? So is that not negated by the fact that it is your your passion? Yeah, is it a national sport? South Wales is is very rugby strong, but North Wales is uh, is certainly football. Um, and then South Wales, you've also got Swansea and Cardiff, <laughs> so two big football teams as well. Um, I mean, rugby and football, it'll be it'll be close. It depends which part of Wales you're in as to which is uh, is more dominant. But um, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't quite say. I mean, you wouldn't say rugby or football is your national sport, would you? Oh, I think football is a national sport. We do have a, certainly have a big rugby, but yeah, football's the most popular by some way. So I call football our national sport, even if, if we're not exceptional at it. Most, football, most um, it might be more popular than rugby, but in terms of the rugby world stage, you've got the most registered players worldwide. So it must be, um, you know, rugby's high on your agenda at least. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what I put above rugby but after football. Uh, yeah, no, rugby's incredibly popular, uh, no doubt. Mm. Um, and yeah, we we do. Um, depth has been important for that, important for us this year. And um, yeah, a nice little day off in the uh, in the middle of a week off in the middle of all was good as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you've you've certainly rode your luck this tournament. Um, not having to play. Uh, <laughs> well, your first hard game was Australia, wasn't it? I mean, you're not going to count Argentina as a hard game. Um, you never had to play the uh, the second best team in your pool. Um, You've got a holiday in the, in the sunshine down on the uh, on the on the south coast of the island. Uh, while that was all going on, um, yeah, unfair. But you know, that's nothing. Not, not um, nothing. You know, you could do about that. It was just lazy luck uh, landing on your lap, kind of thing. Um, and uh, but yeah, I thought you, I, I thought you, you played very well against um, Australia um, and played played very well in a different sense against uh, New Zealand. So this uh, this Saturday, uh, I must admit, I, I'm struggling to make a case for South Africa winning. Uh, I think the, the one thing I think is interesting: you've seen your team, and you've still got um, Ford fly off. That's they they targeted bigger. I felt on um, on whatever day, what were we on now? Sunday, uh, and just um, yeah, just kept hitting, kept running through him. Um, and bigger's a, bigger's good defensively, but bigger kept going backwards. <laughs> He would he would hold on to his man and he would drag him down, but he kept they kept aiming at him, and I wonder if um, I'm sure Eddie Jones has noticed that. But he, I thought that you know maybe you put Farrell at uh, fly after to, to kind of negate that a little bit. But um, yeah, be interesting if how hold, uh, Ford holds up with the uh, defensively. For sure, uh, and that'll be um, game plan A, B, C, and D. I think for South Africa, they're gonna they. They don't play ten man rugby South Africa. They play sort of eleven man rugby, don't they? Well, you say, you say, they you say one, one. they've also got the kicking as well. <laughs> they got Fafter Clerks kicking yeah. the uh, and running down running down the centre. Yeah, I'm sorry. But when I say yeah, ten man rugby plus deal in days, uh, absolute charging through people. Um, he is a absolute force of nature. He's um, yeah, very similar to like Jamie Roberts, really. Perhaps perhaps with slightly more pace, uh, I'd say, but probably not a lot in it. Um, he picks up the ball. He's running one way. That's straight and hard and over here. Um, mm-hmm. And Ford is um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't. I think the biggest probably a better defender usually than Ford, but Ford is similar into what you said about bigger Ford. Doesn't doesn't miss many tackles Ford, but usually goes backwards if he's someone big. Um, and I think we'll be relying on carrying Underhill, the uh, the Kamikaze kids or the Kamikaze twins, as uh, as they've become known, um, to fail him a lot, and they'll be looking to get out in quarters. And if it's a you know if it's a line out off the top of South Africa, don't be surprised to see at least one of Underhill or. Uh, or curry out in the back line looking to, to fell him and, and you know go that route rather than try but they'll put this at the same time South Africa will look for and he will have to hold up sometimes he will have to just hold on to Dialende long enough that someone else can get there and take him down mm. um, if you're looking for other areas I suppose it you know we all thought New Zealand's line out that was a lot of the talking lead out they put picks in it they picked a, a second row at uh, number six didn't they that went very wrong for him and mm. they took him off at half time Geordie Barrett mm. um, but South Africa's line out's even better than New Zealand's you know they've got yeah, well, they, they lost. The, they lost. Uh, so, so I just saw the, the uh, Wales were the first line out, well, the South African first line out. That was the first one they've lost all tournament. That was like twenty five out of twenty five before that. So I think it was even more. I think it was like thirty seven. I heard. Oh, was it? It was. Yeah. It just uh, and they have got you know well, a couple. They've got a few big boys in there. They've got um, it's a bit. I think six eight. I think Diaga's six seven or six eight as well. Uh, Peter Steph the toy their flank crew who had a very good game against you. He's Six five, um, and then they've got two. What they've got Mostart and Steinman. They 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 place. They're playing again, aren't they? Six on six forwards on the bench. They can pretty much bring an international yeah, world class. But you know, yeah, getting on for world class uh, um, forward pack off the bench against you, mm. uh, and they're, they're you know they're going for six. So they're not uh, they're not they're not hiding now. They're trying to play. Um, they've got yeah, so Snyman and Mostart as well. So they've they've definitely got the options now. I thought our line out functioned beautifully, and I think. <laughs> You know, we, we showed. Pardon? Well, what do you want? Lost what one was it? Well, you, you lost one that cost you seven points. I would. Uh, it, it functioned. It functioned well in the in the main, but I don't know why it functioned beautifully. Well, pretty much every other one other than that. <laughs> uh, we lost one. Possibly, possibly one more in there. We we stole a couple of their balls. We they they tried to make it an issue and. Well, and, the and uh, arguably they at least that's, that's one possibly the one only one and only area they succeeded in that they uh, they got a try off your your uh, lineup. That wasn't really from pressure for them though. It was just us not timing our jump rock properly and uh, throwing the ball over yeah. and not getting a lift up. So is that nothing, nothing to do with uh, New Zealand putting that pressure on beforehand and you not quite sure where you were going to throw it or? There, there must, well, there, where, where, you just think where, where, where was that? Where was that pressure beforehand? In in the what was was it eighteen lot eighteen lineouts we won. Yeah, you still you still lost you lost a try on your line out. So you, I don't think you can say it functioned beautifully. I think you think that if a, I don't think a line out hundred percent rate is normal. South Africa have done very well to get there, but yeah, we we were line out was tested time and time again, failed once, and cost you seven my, points. My <laughs> it did, but it gave us time and time ball again that. Provided attacking platforms that then led to tries. Tri- yeah, well, try, well, try. <laughs> Again, you're getting ahead of yourself. It was uh, there certainly wasn't tries, and you and you won try, didn't and you? There definitely, definitely, definitely should have been a try that was off a line out that was led to a maul that the uh, TMO decided to get over involved in for, for no apparent reason. So the, uh, the, he was trying to keep it going close. So the stats are off your line out. You scored zero tries and you conceded one. We had one bad moment, yeah, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a good line-out function. I'll be on that. I think Martin Johnson, Martin Johnson would uh, would say that he'll, you know, I'll show you how to do a, uh, a functioning uh, line-out that, that functions beautifully uh, with the with the driving balls. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think they you score tries uh, every every game with Martin Johnson, didn't you? 
Uh, we scored some. We did. We the World Cup final was uh, the, the winning goal, goal, drop goal came off mm. uh, off a line out, didn't it? But yeah. So, go on, then, so, so uh, apart from the apparently beautifully uh, functioning lineouts, um, where Mario Toji was 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 very good um, against New Zealand. That's probably an understatement. I thought he was. Yeah, he was just he, he just. He, he played like someone who's got years and years of experience and knew exactly what to do. If, if you told me that was, I don't know, Alan Wynne Jones or Paul O'Connell or something like that, um, make it, doing that performance, you'd have, you'd have said, yeah, I can understand it. Um, and it tells you, to be fair, just seemed to roll forward the years as opposed to roll back the years. And, uh, and yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was excellent. Um, he, I think it, did he have four four um, turnovers? Um, which is, yeah. I think it was free taking it to ten for the tournament, which is the, the most of anyone out there. He's um, he's been colossal. Mm. He, he was colossal. He was a, yeah. He wasn't just the line out. He was turning over. He was destroyed them all of theirs. He yeah. was ever he was he was you know sending them back in a tackle, um, carrying the ball reasonably well. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was he was he was everywhere. And I thought Laws uh, was was brilliant in the line out. I wasn't far behind getting around. Um, perhaps didn't, didn't absolutely lay away when he went out, but mm. yeah, got for a hell of a lot of work. And, and Cruz didn't really drop it when he came on. But so I'm going to lead on, on to my, my point was going to be um, where which player do you think is going to stand out from your backs um, going into the final? Is it just going to be Farrell? As- I don't, I don't think Farrell has really. I think he, he actually. I thought well. To be fair, Farrell I thought had a very good opening twenty minutes. Was actually running with the ball better than he usually does. He actually picked some nice lines, and then he seemed to pick up an injury. Went quiet for a lot of the game, but still got through his defensive work. I think Ford has been our best back this tournament by by some way. Mm. Um, he's he's been brilliant every time he's played. Um, he uh, he pulled the strings in the you know the group games against Tonga and USA, and he's always good in a game like that. Um, he he was good against Argentina. That, right, they had a man sent off, so it's not the hardest against Australia. He didn't start, but he came on and, and, and you know finished things off. He, a couple of wayward kicks, but he, he pulled all the strings. And I thought his his kicking was absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant against New Zealand. He led us around well. He does yeah. deliver the ball incredibly flat and incredibly well, and and does when he's on the front foot. He, he's he's one of the best tens in the world. Um, so you know we're I think we're saying by picking him that we're not going to try and run over South Africa. Um, you know, we will obviously we'll go for the game line and we'll try and get over. We will go over the game line, I think, at times, um, and we've got big boys to do that. But I think we're trying that we're trying to do a bit more guile with it and use the two playmakers. And and you know, Day Daily uh, is can be a third one, not, not to their class. But you know, you saw him for the break for the tr- for, for the try. Um, I think I think we're saying with Ford. You, you know, Jones has always liked him. Has always had a a soft spot. He hasn't always come off. You know, it worked very well early on in the, in the regime when we had our. 17 matches unbeaten we equaled the record didn't we didn't break it mm. um, and and through this World Cup I think Ford's been the best so I I, I expect him to have another big game um, I think well obviously we'll go you know similarly to Deandre we'll go to Manu and look for him to get over the game line which he tends to always do mm. um, I thought Watson I think Watson could be a player to watch I thought he was really good against Tuesday he didn't didn't get on the score, but before every time he got the ball, whether under pressure or whether in a bit of space, he he made meters. He he drew defenders in. He just he's a, he's a jack in the box. He doesn't really stop. Mm. Um, he's very good in t- tight t- spaces, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's got a real nice real nice feet, and he just, he looks he's got a very good sort of stop start. He, he looks like he's stopped dead, and he suddenly accelerates away again. Mm. I think South Africa, if they'll look to target someone, it will probably be Elliot Daly um, with the with the box kicking and just normal kicking. I think Daly. As he showed with the tries, he's a great attacking threat, and he was um, he was one of our better players against uh, Australia. Mm. I thought he was he 
he was popping up in a tackle all over the place, and he's brilliant at doing that. Under the high ball, he's got better from uh, from his early days, but he he's, he's all right if he's got a bit of space, I think. But if he's contesting the ball, he, he tends to not win them. So I would expect Southgate to send a barrage his way. Um, so he'd probably be the one they'll attack. I think I think May and Watson under the high ball tend to both be very good. Mm. Um, May looks like he's carrying a bit of knock, so that makes you worry because I think you talk about attacking chances. May definitely should have scored that one about I, five minutes after the first try. I think May's been disappointing. Yeah, I think he has been a bit. He scored a few, but I think I think I, I think he's definitely carrying injury because if he, can't, I mean, mm. I thought Barrett took a decent angle towards it, but I think if, if May can't outpace Stuart Barrett when May was one of our fastest players for the last few years. I think there is a slight knock there. Yeah. Um, I think he's great. Great. He's great under the high ball. He tends. I hope. I hope I'm not jinxing him here. I hope you're not jinxing you, Johnny. But uh, he's he's really good under the high ball. I'm really talking about. But no, he's not. He's not been his best tournament. From he was one of our best players probably in the Six Nations mm. over the last year. Um, but um, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'll call a weak link. Uh, so yeah, a back line. I, I think is looking forward to all the tunes. Let's see. Let's hope Farrell is, is fit and the two of them can sort of control the game. Uh, kicking and, and sort of putting us in the right places to play and also yeah when we've got a chance to attack and move the ball and go after them moving the ball quickly and, and spreading it to the right places mm. and then that's um, of their backs I see Colby's playing uh, mm. he, he could he could sidestep you in a phone box he's, he's got seriously nice feet Colby um, so uh, he, was, he was out for your game wasn't he yeah. he is one a player who can create something out of nothing and um, yeah, Dealand, as we've said, uh, Mapimpi, a lot I like him, and, and Willie Leroux hasn't really hit the form he sometimes is capable of, but he may want to appear. And then, of course, we've mentioned him already, Fafta Clerk. Yeah. He'll be huge for them. Mm. Um, he he was the best player when we toured him a couple of years ago. He absolutely tore us apart this, the second half of the first test when we were miles clear and they came back, and he absolutely ran the show. And he's, um, yeah, I thought, again, I thought they. He's, 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 he can kick well. I thought some of his kicks were so bad they sort of came off of South Africa against you at the weekend. They sort of went so so shallow they managed to win them back um, with just yeah up in the air and just kicking. But I think when he's allowed to sort of pick off the base and it's not so much that he runs round and makes those meters, but he brings other people into play and he's a sort of a bit of a jack in the box mm. when he does that well. Um, I think he's a threat there. And then uh, Pollard, uh, I think he plays quite deep. Pollard for a fly off, he's, he's not as flat as someone like Ford. Um, but he, he showed he showed nerves of steel, didn't he? Put mm. over the winning penalty, and, and he kicked well all day, especially from um, from from uh, from the, from the floor um, for sticks. So yeah, he'll um, you'll be interested to see the battle of the halfbacks. Ben Youngs, I thought had one of his best games for England in a, in a long, long while uh, against New Zealand. I thought his kicking was a lot more accurate. He was getting the ball moving quickly, not indecisive. It was one of his better games for England for a while. Um, so the backs, the backs could be interesting. Let, let's see how much Africa try and use them, and, and if they when if they do get Dealandi, if if and when they do get Dealandi over the advantage line, will they try and go one out runners and try and keep the big lads run below over, or will they try and use those very handy wingers they've got and try and spread it out to them a bit more? Mm. Um, it, and, and how much will they kick again? Yeah, it's uh, it's building up for for a good good final. Um, that's well, I say good final with the uh, tongue in cheek, really, because I think England are going to win. So that was not as not as great for me. Um, but yeah, Do you have a, we, we talk talk quite a lot about backs there, which Gareth, they're not even the real players in rugby, are they? We haven't. How, how do you see the uh, the battle of the packs going? Well, the the, the piano carriers. Um, yeah, I think, well, the, the, the South African pack's very strong as well, isn't it? But 
in England, to be fair, they've looked, they've looked, they've looked good. They've looked good defensively, but the, the, the strength of this tournament has been uh, the forwards and probably epitomised mostly by Mario. Um, yeah, you, you just look you look strong strong in the scrum, strong in, in, in line-outs, except when you're passing uh, New Zealand the ball. Um, I th yeah, I, I think England are going to perform... Uh, the forwards are going to provide the uh, the platform for the backs to uh, to mess up some, uh, some attacking opportunities. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. To talking individual battles, uh, how do you uh, do? You think the uh, the beast has got uh, one more big uh, big game in him? Or do you think think the, the, the Carl Sinclair is the uh, coming force? In, Sin in Sinclair, rugby, to be yeah. fair, is, is he's been. I say Mario has been good, but Sinclair's been excellent, and even showing his attacking ability uh, was that against Australia. Um, yeah, he's uh, yeah. He, ran, he, he runs line like centre. He, he can pop balls forward like he's a like a flyer, yeah, yeah. bringing balls onto line. He, he threw one for Jamie George. We just he drew the tackler in perfectly. Just waited it till the very last second. Then you thought this is a, a tightest prop who's just throwing around nifty little offloads. Mm. Um, he's he's very skillful. I think him and Mako give us such an interesting dimension because they're both very good with solid hands. And it's yeah. just, just um, for a man who wants to play proper in his younger days, it's just just not proper, you know, proper rugby. That and they're just yeah, beyond skillful. And so I think they're probably they've got a bit more about them than say Matilda and uh, Mahelbia, Mahilba, if I'm saying his name right. Um, and the best thing about but, um, Sinclair is it's Sinclair. Sinclair is he's um, <laughs> we, we, we kind of questioned his temperament in the past, and it's been rightly questioned. But uh, this this tournament, unless nobody's. You'd think he'd have been a target for, for every nation he's, uh, he's come up against, but he just seems to have uh, been level-headed throughout. And Yeah, maybe he's, he's developed that side of his game with a bit more experience over the last few uh, few months. And um, Yeah, he's, uh, he's developed. I mean, Jamie George as well, who's... You know, I mean, you probably didn't want him there because you wanted... Uh, what's his name? Um, Mr Hartley. Hartley, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hartley's I said. Yeah, it's, it's hard to argue with how good Jamie George has been. And... Um... Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I'll one bad throw that you love to remind. I think the line-out functioned beautifully at the weekend uh, <laughs> and, uh, and has done for most of the tournament. He, he, he gets for a man in the work in the loose as well. Mm. And then, yeah, the um, the battle of the, uh, the locks, I think... Um, been interesting how they've used Etzebet this tournament. I think of Etzebet generally probably known as one of the better second rows in the world, but they, they've pulled him quite early quite a few times now. About, he was off before the 50-minute mark against you, I think. Mm. Um, and, and I know, as I say, they've got two... Two great replacements in Mostart and uh, Snyman to bring on, but it, it just surprised me. I know he's had some off the field problems with a supposed racial abuse, wasn't it? That he added to another player um, that's, I think, still going through the court process. So you don't know how true it is, but he, he just doesn't hasn't quite seemed to himself so far for someone I think of as um, one of the better second rows. And yeah, Tojay definitely gave one of the performance for the ages last weekend, um, carrying on from from the Lions. Uh, you know, and this really will, I suppose, secure him his place in the uh, in the in the second row legends at such such a young age. Really, if he can mm -hmm. uh, have another huge performance, um, as you say, he's uh, he had a, he had a period for England a couple of years back where he was giving away silly penalties, a bit too over eager. Mm -hmm. um, he's managed to stay out now, and now I say he's, he's the leading turnover maker in the tournament, um, which is, is some achievement for a second row. Uh, Especially when you know we've got the likes of Curry and Underhill who do go looking for that ball as well on the floor. He's made, he is um, he's managed to get ten in the sort. I think it's ten or eleven in the tournament. Um, he, he's just been everywhere. Uh, Courtney Laws. Uh, I've, I've, been, I've probably been the two that I pick. I think we've got a very good um, depth at uh, second row, which is we're lucky to have. And I think those two are probably the two most athletic, fearsome ones. 
mm. who, who just go, go around. Yeah, Cruz doesn't get lucky, does he? No, I think Cruz is brilliant. I really do. I think he's probably the best line out we got, and he and he gets for a lot of work. I think he's probably not quite as athletic as either of them, and he's he's not as good over the ball. Um, they give you two. Both have played back row, haven't they? They give you two, you know, semi back rowers out there as well. And then um, so the second row is interesting. Of course, we haven't haven't said too much about Underhill and uh, Curry, who have been definitely two of our standout players this tournament. I thought, I thought Underhill, he's, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, uh, he, he did it. I was going to say, no, no, you're fair play to you know two two of your back three, uh, you know, boring Wales and um, you know Welshmen's at heart, aren't they? Shame they they chose uh, England, but but no, I think uh, Underhill and, and Billy's been quiet though. To be fair, there was a build up of it, Billy Billy's tournament, and Billy's going to do this, Billy's going to do that, and uh, I'd argue he's he's not been your worst performer by any stretch, but um, but yeah, he's he's certainly done nothing nothing noteworthy. No, he was. Uh, you're right. I, I don't think he's, he's hit his heights, and I thought for us to win the tournament, he was really going to have to be. Um, really going to have to be. But Billy wasn't born in Wales, by the way. He was born in Sydney. Oh, was he? he? He lived in Wales. He lived in Wales for quite a long while, though. And they, Macko speaks of a bit of Welsh accent. All, all, um, all, all, yeah. all the formative years, they uh, they were in <laughs> Wales. Yeah, you should, should have let him go. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, Billy. Billy has been quite. I thought he was better on Saturday. I thought he was getting over the game line a bit more. He was taking a few men down with him he, he, early on. He was picking and going a bit, which I like to see him do. Um, and I think he did cause one turnover, didn't we? we? We caused 16 turnovers on the weekend, which was just probably probably our outstanding sack from the weekend, really. Um, oh, well, that and your outstanding attack, yeah. Did you see you? when they when they <laughs> fringe so, so too busy infringing to uh, to uh, we, we we left some points on the board. I think that's a fair point. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how the attack works this weekend. Mm. But uh, yeah, Billy Billy's due a big game. He's um, he's taken a while to get going. He, he, he seemed like he was carrying. He was. He did get injured, didn't he? Probably wouldn't have played in the in the council game. Um, and I think we'll need him again to to at the very least uh, occupy a lot of carries and try and occupy quite a lot of spring def- springbok defenders. We talked a lot about our defence. The springbok defence hasn't been far behind. If mm. not behind at all, you know they. They destroyed the Japanese, and all right, Japan might have been a bit overmatched, but but they, you know, they tore tore Scotland to shreds and, and showed some very good ability against Ireland, and had the Springboks on the ropes in the first half, quite a lot of it, but um, the Springboks, you know, held them together, uh, sorry, held them at bay, mm. and then against you, that again, they offered, they were very quick, but you know, you you couldn't really get any attack going, you couldn't get over the game line there. Their defence comes out quickly and hits you hard too, so we'll need the likes of Billy to try and get us over there, and. Um, yeah, and then and then when when they're attacking, to see if um, Underhill and Curry can can nick some more ball and cause some more turnovers. Because yeah, it just it just meant that New Zealand couldn't get anything going, and mm. it'd be nice to do the same to the Springboks. Well, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so trying to wrap this up, then, Jono, what um, what what's the, what's going to be the points difference or the rough points difference for uh, for an England winning margin? Then, I assume. So what I try and think about this game, what I, what I come to think of, if I'm trying to be optimistic, which I am, is that I think South Africa are a team very much built to play in front. Um, I think they're very good at that, and I think they do that well, um, which is, is interesting when we have been under Eddie for well, most of the time, really. We're a side that starts fast, mm. and in up until really this World Cup, that's cost that we haven't been able to sustain it a few times, see the game against you in the... Six Nations. See a game against Scotland in the Six Nations. See yeah. the games against South Africa twice, and then when we toured them over there, um, see the game against New Zealand in the Autumn Internationals. We we've got a litany of games we didn't finish off, um, but I think 
if we can get in front, which I think we will early on, uh, and South Africa have got to chase us, that could make it a better game. But also, I don't think plays into the way the Springboks want to want to play the game. Uh, I think we'll. It, it won't be easy. It, you like you say this. This good be evil idea is is rubbish. I think we do play more rugby than them, and obviously, you know, it will be a victory for rugby if England win. But uh, um, if uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be an arm it'll be an arm wrestle. If we can keep out of that, I think we'll have enough. And I'll say England. England saying like uh, I think we'll win by about a try, maybe a converted try. So let's say England twenty three, South Africa eighteen. Six Pollard goals and um we'll collect tries from uh Billy and uh, Johnny May. Yeah, well, I mean you know, your boys they can't remember what it's like to score a try. It's been seventy nine minutes already, so uh, you know, hopefully the drought doesn't it's last probably. last too long but but um, but yeah no I think uh, I'd, I'd probably make you right to be fair I think South Africa will stay with you um, for quite a while but then I think you're going to be certainly with your your, your bench your finishes um, although uh, <laughs> um, Jonathan Joseph's on the bench isn't he? and uh, he's done absolutely nothing in twelve months has he in fact probably longer than that but um, he was great he was great in the group stages <laughs> uh, oh, yeah he was great in the uh, who did you play in the group stages was he was he really good against France on your beach holiday. Uh, you know, oh, you know, I wanted to be there. Go! I, I flew all the way to Japan to watch that game, and they had bloody cancelled it on me. Um, uh, I've got, got no problem with Joseph coming off, and uh, yeah, we haven't talked about the benches, but yeah, the likes of Joseph and Slade coming off do give you interesting options, and um, mm. yeah, we interesting to see. I, I hope this is a final knot. I hope none of the big boys go off injured for you know any any, any sad injuries. Really, uh, it'd be nice to see the two sides man out and see who's going to do better on the day. Um, but. Yeah, they've, you know, if they get some injuries in the back line, it'll be interesting for them because they've only got two um, two backs out there, haven't they? France, Stain and Yanti, mm-hmm. so that they could be having to do some some Wales to the Wales 2015. There's something I don't reference very often. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, emergency operations. So, um, yeah, I think, think yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know, you were saying about the finishes. I think that they are they could prove vital as well. And yeah, and South Africa will do. Think, think the same with their, you know, they'll be trying to bring off some some seriously good forwards to to knock us all over the place. Yeah, I, I think you um, you pull away last last well maybe last ten minutes, last quarter of an hour, um, and perhaps uh, probably make the score a bit flattering to you. But um, but no, I, I'm struggling. Surely to make a case for uh, for South Africa win, um, but obviously. Uh, you know, that's that's just perhaps what's my uh, my head says, my heart says. Uh, South African uh, drop goal in extra time. Um, Alan Johnny Wilkinson, that'll be uh, that'll be just uh, just delightful. Um, are you picking Pollard yeah. or are you going front staying off the bench? Or are you, yeah, who are you why not? A, a uh, I think Pollard will, uh, will, will nail all his uh, all his kicks and um, yeah, Stain, Stain's got a, a huge boot on him, hasn't he? Um, he does. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe, maybe a drop kick for, from uh, from his halfway line, just uh, just to rub it in. Um, but yeah, um, well we'll uh, we'll we'll see how it goes, and we'll we'll come back to that next week, I, I suppose. And um, we might talk a bit other sport outside uh, rugby as of next week. Well, certainly if England win, we uh, we won't dwell on that too much. But but um, but yeah, no. Uh, if, if, if we, well, I suppose either way, Gary, if I could be at the bottom of a bottle for a few days, and uh, yeah. We'll get to get back to the two-point at the uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hopefully, we'll be uh, celebrating. We, you know, a win for Northern Hemisphere rugby, Gareth. I'm just thinking you, you can agree is what we're all really about, isn't it?
Uh, not a chance. Absolutely not. Um, there's nothing more I would like to see than, uh, than South Africa with the first uh, black captain as, uh, leading the way and lifting that trophy. Um, I think that's what we need to see. But. And he sounds a lovely bloke, Khaleesi, and he sounds like he's doing a great job. And uh, mm. he's come from a, from a, you know, a really hard ground. He sounds like he's come from nowhere to get to the, uh, to the, to the height, you know, the heights of where he is now. But um, I hope it doesn't end in a fairy tale uh, this year for him. Mm. Um, all right, thanks, uh, thanks, Jono, and um, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be done in my green shirts on uh, on Saturday morning, and uh, hopefully end up with a smile in my face. Uh, I hope you uh, end up very upset, and I'll, yeah, I'll be uh, dressed out all fully in white and um, nervously watch a game uh, in pieces for 80 minutes. I'm sure I hope to come out happy at the end. Yeah. All right. Cheers, Jono. Cheers, boss. See you in a bit. Bye.